We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. and welcome to episode 90. Blair's going to talk about managing the fear and I'm going to give you five tips to having a stress-free holiday. So, well, it's that time of year again. I can't believe another year's flying by. Yeah, very Yeah. So we've all been working really hard this year. Um, we've had a lot, quite a lot going on. Various things, we've had an art show and our cats just had kittens. So uh, it's all been quite stressful and getting used to new situations and things. I'm sure you've or been the same, ready for a break. <laughs> mm, so it's important that you do take a break and enjoy the holidays as much as you possibly can. So my tips then, firstly, I think it's important to schedule in some time before you break for the holidays to reflect on what you've done this year and what's worked well, what hasn't gone so well, and how you're going to improve that for next year. I think that's really important to reflect so that what you plan for next year is a progression and not repeating things that maybe haven't gone so well, but continuing things that have gone so gone well, it's, which is important. And I think if you do that before you break up, it means you can fully sort of disengage from your work for a, a time and then not have that fear of returning to work, thinking of all, all the stress and the worry of getting back to work and what you're going to be doing and all the things that are going to be uh, there waiting for you. So if you actually take that time to plan what you're going to be doing when you get back to work, not just the first week but the first few weeks the first few months so you're doing some short-term planning mid-term and even some long-term uh, planning and goals and it'll make you feel just a lot calmer and worry-free for the holidays do you agree oh definitely yeah we'll do that in the next couple of days yeah we've got that we've got that planned in uh to do uh we're going to do it in an afternoon and then follow it on with them um, some champagne to end our end long our year long year <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and on that note, and on that note, actually, tip. yeah, second tip, tip is to actually stay hydrated because over the holiday period, alcohol consumption is probably going to be a bit higher than normal. And as we know, alcohol can really dehydrate you. So it's important to keep hydrated by drinking plenty of water. Herbal teas are also a good one, helping with your digestion as well. Uh, thirdly, find time to exercise, even if it's just little short bursts. Hopefully some of you are following my uh, calendar exercises on Instagram. But also it's a good way to spend time with your family as well. Get them involved in doing some exercise. Maybe it's going for a walk. Oh, it has to be you know, a 10 minute, 20 minute walk around the block. Do it as a family. If you've got a dog, walk the dog together. It's a really nice way of um, bringing you all together. Good time of year for it, isn't it? To reconnect yeah. with family. Yeah. Number four, make sure you pamper yourself. There's all those things you've had on your list to do over the year, you know, reading a book that you've maybe not had time to do. So find that time. Sit down for some quiet time in a space away from other people maybe and just do those things that you wouldn't normally have time to do. My usual Christmas present from Blair's parents is a voucher for a spa day. So I always look forward to that. And I always book that in the early new year and have a massage and just really enjoy that 
relaxation time. There's a fairly uh, blatant hint there. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, indulge without over-consuming. So have some of those treats you wouldn't normally have. It's okay to indulge a little bit more. Chocolate is a goodie for releasing uh, those endorphins, which make you feel happy and upbeat. No one wants to be um, dieting over Christmas. Leave that till uh, January. (laughs) (laughs) So finally, to wrap up, I think everyone has an idea in their heads of the perfect holiday. But in reality, it's about being relaxed. It's about being stress-free. Just manage those expectations and be realistic. Share jobs. Get the family involved. It's really important to spend that family time and enjoy it rather than it being a, a, a worry and a stress. I think those are some good tips and, you know, it's finding that nice balance between sort of keeping your exercise and, your, you know, your, your eating um, sort of up and, and sort of as per your normal routine, but also finding that balance of relaxation and taking a break because that's that's what the holiday is all about, isn't it? Reconnecting and, and yeah, reviewing and, and planning for the next year, but just also being able to switch off after you've done that. So nice overview there, Emily. Right now, I wanted to talk about managing the fear. Now, this is probably something for maybe some of those people out there who are thinking about doing something different next year, and they may not have taken the leap. Um, so last episode, I talked about the different income models available, you know, if you're starting out online. Um, so this episode, I wanted to broaden that topic and talk about the risk and the management of it. So, you know, one of the hardest things for people to work through in starting out is is focus on risk because you know risk leaving their nine to five job and diving into the unknown you know the loss of security around income you know fear of not succeeding you know all of these things can be one of the biggest challenges for people to you know sort of take the leap and and move through so fortunately there's obviously ways to minimize this risk and manage it one of the first things is being able to be mentally strong because the startup journey can be a real roller coaster ride so you need to expect things to go wrong and have your own way of managing this and being able to move on. So one technique is, is um, being able to note it, come up with a solution and then, or listen from it and then put it aside. Um, and, you know, and other people just take guidance from others like a friend or a mentor. So find your own way to deal with the mental um, side of it and, and dealing with the stress side of that. So like Emily said before about holidays, managing expectations is also important. You basically need to get a good handle on what to expect from your new venture. You want to plan where you want to be in a year's time or whatever time period suits you. And then what I would do, I'd have those expectations because a lot of the time we put too much pressure on ourselves by setting unrealistic expectations And then when we don't meet those expectations, it's a complete disappointment. So look to set some realistic expectations. Just ignore the hype that's online. There's a lot of hype about getting rich online and all that sort of stuff. You want to focus on building your business slowly and genuinely. Good profitable businesses take time to get there. You want to have funds available. So we talked about this a little bit in the last episode. You want to have funds to be able to pay yourself. So, you know, that is sort of a key part of that managing expectations. So we won't go into all the options again today because you can have a listen to the last episode, um, episode 89. But one effective method to deal with being having funds available is to allocate some of your startup funds 
towards paying yourself, okay? And that do that while you're growing the business until the point where the business can start paying you. So that's probably a key point from the last episode. Another thing I would certainly recommend is having a business plan which covers all of the elements in your business. So it identifies the strengths, the weaknesses, the threats, and the opportunities. And that's an important strategy to managing your risk and stress because basically the document forms the foundation to the pathway which your business is going to follow. And in the preparation of that business plan, you can identify areas of risks from the outset, which then allows you to better manage those risks so they're not sort of like an unwelcome surprise, say, six months into your new business. So... Remember, identifying the risk is the first steps to mitigating them. So don't shy away from being very realistic in looking at all the risks around your business and identifying those and looking to mitigate them. Okay, so finally, what I would also do is I'd set up a backup plan or a plan B, if you like. So we touched on this in episode 55 about being able to identify when to pivot. So maybe have a listen back on that episode. But basically what we're referring to is being able to identify when the risks are getting too great or when new risks come into it which you haven't allowed for and they pose a threat to the business. So being able to change direction in your business is important to mitigate those risks. And you can set up a plan of attack from the beginning You know, if you want the security of preparing, outline all of those risks which could impact the business and then write up ways to pivot from those risks. And that way, you know, you've got a sort of a baseline plan from the get-go that if things happen in your business, you can refer back to that plan and go, right, I I was expecting this to happen and this is the process I'm going to go through to get around the issue that the risk has caused. So to wrap it all up, you know, basically going out on your own definitely carries risk, but it also carries reward, and that's why we do it. So the things I've mentioned today are basically ways to manage and mitigate those risks, and I'd recommend doing a detailed business plan for your business and focus on that risk analysis section to help you formulate that plan to manage the risks. So we use Live Plan for our business planning, and I'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to take a look at them. Uh, really good bit of software that sets it all out for you as a template and you're basically just filling in the things related to your business. So as we near the holidays, take some time over the next few weeks to identify your risks and plan some ways to mitigate them. You know, and that'll make 2022 a, a lot less stressful year for you for sure. So this episode 90 was going to be the last one for 2021 because we're going to take a couple of weeks off now. Um, However, we've been lucky enough to record a bonus episode with the team from Seller Labs. So if you want to keep an eye out for that one in a few days' time, especially if you currently sell on Amazon or you plan to sell on Amazon in 2022, it'll be a really good episode to give you some tips and tricks to how better manage your Amazon business in 2022. So that's all we've got time for now in episode 90. Have a great week and we will catch you in this bonus episode. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.